to This Versus That, Making Wedding Decisions with Kelly McWilliams. This podcast is for you if you're making a wedding decision and want to know what to consider before saying I do to all the things that will make your wedding experience a great one. I'm your host, Kelly McWilliams, and I'm so glad to be a part of your wedding planning journey. In each episode, you can count on me and my expert wedding co-hosts to give you everything it takes to make the best decisions for the wedding that you're dreaming of. I am loving season three. And here's why. Seasons one and two, we were just laying out the foundation for you guys to plan your weddings. And now, now we get to tackle all these things that are not extra, but they're like the details. And there's so much fun in that. In this episode, I'm talking to Jordan about traditional place and escort cards versus using unique items. Something that maybe you haven't thought about before. And why would you? It's one of those details. So let's bring it up now. I'm all for a great traditional card or escort card or let's say seating chart assignment board or something along those lines. There's nothing wrong with them. They can be so great. But the opportunity to do something unique, to do something memorable, I mean, I can't pass that up. Okay, let's talk about Jordan. A user experience designer by trade, Jordan's background in art and design isn't just professional. It's been a deep-seated passion for as long as he can remember. After years in the advertising industry, working in web design and user experience with major brands like Pepsi, Visa, Toyota, and Mercedes, Jordan knew that it was time he took his creativity offline so he could get his hands dirty. Out of that realization, he launched a custom brooch business, which ultimately evolved into wedding stationery, perfectly marrying his experience in digital design with his love for crafting. Thus, his boutique design firm, A Good Day, was born to serve planners and their couple's eclectic, one-of-a-kind stationery that establishes a unique brand for each event. From Save the Dates and Invitations to Day of Signage and Menus, Jordan draws inspiration from his diverse array of interests spanning fashion, architecture, interior design, and film, to curate an aesthetic that perfectly matches each client's vision for their celebration. Utilizing his extensive UX experience, Jordan also regularly works with creatives on digital projects to ensure that they are capturing the very essence of their brand. Jordan was recently recognized by BizBash as one of the most innovative people in 2020 for his creative, holistic approach to virtual events. I was so excited. I just, I'll be honest. I just met Jordan for the first time when we recorded this podcast. I am so impressed with him. And I think that you will be too. And I hope that this episode really inspires you to think, what else can I do if I'm not happy or content, even if you're just content with traditional? Hear us out. You never know what could come up. Hi, Jordan. I, let me tell you, been looking forward to having this topic for so long. Finally, we get to dig into these details, which really are the fun parts of (laughs) wedding planning. (laughs) 
in the end. So, but place course, place cards and escort cards are my jam. They're also sometimes my nightmare, but I feel like exactly what we're going to be talking about today is what takes it away from nightmare, which are um, tent folded paper right escort yeah, cards that are... fly away in the wind. Yes. Oh, there's a breeze. And you're yeah. like, oh, there go 150 place cards. Yeah. And it doesn't <laughs> even take 150 to make the whole event a nightmare. No, no. It takes three. It takes three blowing away to th- like to just have ca- mad chaos in the room. And that's every wedding player's nightmare. So um, before we get too far into this, I would love for you to be able to tell everyone and explain what makes you an expert on this topic. Um, because it's not one that I think everyone really knows about what stationary designers do. So this is your opportunity to explain to us and just give us a little bit of background on you know why you know so much sure well thanks kelly mm-hmm. um i mean I'm, I'm super excited to chat about this i think for for me and, and the business we've been doing this for seven years um i'm obsessed with paper <laughs> um uh, and i like it because you can make materials that aren't paper behave like paper so that to me is when stationers I think find their sweet spots is when we can kind of like come up with ways that can surprise and like delight guests. Mm-hmm. And that to me is where we get to come up with stuff that no one was expecting. Um, especially when it starts to utilize some of the more unconventional materials or unconventional displays that that is where I kind of like come to life within my business. Um, and why I think that it's a, such a really cool space to kind of play in. Yeah. And it's one that I don't think so many people realize that those options are there. No. You know, because everyone's been force fed all this traditional, you put the folded tent card out and that's how you know what table to go to. And then when you get to your table, there's another folded tent card that has a cow (laughs) on it, which means you are to sit in the seat and eat beef. Am I right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, there there are those couples who need those kinds of things and then there yes. are couples who and it, i mean i think we all know this it's it's really dependent on on the needs of that event right but where you can kind of play around with it is i think where it can get really exciting because you don't have to go with the traditions yeah um, so to speak um, okay and- let's do a little bit of education like foundational stuff just to make sure that we get it done. So yeah. everyone explain understands. I think first, let's explain the difference between an escort card and a place card. And if we can include in that the difference in an escort card and the seating chart. You know what I mean? Like sure. that they're yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of three different things. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll let you explain it because I think you can pro- I can explain it well, but I have a feeling you would do it much better. Okay, so... Escort card versus place card. Let's start there first. So the escort card is typically at the like entrance of an event or the beginning area before you get to your tables. And that's designed to let people know where, what tables they will be going to. Um, it's a way that they would typically used to, they used to take them with them. Um, and that's why they were individually done. Uh, versus a place card where you are placing them at the exact table that they will be at. And letting them know where they'll be sitting. And it usually indicates the meal. Sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But it essentially is saying, you know, the escort card used to be like, 
you know, Aunt Susie, you're not at that table. You're at table two. Yes. <laughs> Make Please sure you don't go to your right it. space. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you get there, it's Aunt Susie, you're sitting beside your husband and not, you know, the cousin that you're not supposed to be with. So it was a really clear way of indicating where people should be going. The differences between an escort card and a seating chart is the seating chart is a more singular display where you're displaying everything all in one kind of kind of board or or kind of wall area um, where the escort cards are typically individual, which can be removed. So the seating chart is there to kind of indicate how everything is overall laid out. Um, it is a little bit harder to navigate because sometimes, especially when you have larger events, seating charts can become a little unruly because you have, you know, 30, 40 people trying to figure out where they're sitting, looking at one two foot by three foot sheet of paper. <laughs> yes. it's So I think a, a really simple way to put it, a seating chart is a list of mm -hmm. names with table numbers. So it would say Mr. and Mrs. John Smith dot 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 six. So that yep. lets them know just go to table six. But it is one collective thing that typically... Yeah, you, you, everyone's going to one. I like to do it where I had two of, you know, so mm -hmm. I do one on one side of the door and one on the other side or um, at two different entrances to, you know, combat that long line. Congestion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bottleneck. Sometimes I don't know that it's always bad, though, to have a little bit of bottleneck there. So that the flow into the room is a little more subtle right. and people can actually take in this space instead of like as they walk in and get the big ooh-ah versus like 150 people like whopping boom in there and you can't see five heads in front of you and see the room for all the beauty that it is. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it depends on the, again, the nature of the event and how how to best serve that kind of experience. Yes. I mean, if people are kind of trickling in, I think the seating chart works incredibly well. Yeah. A, because you get a little bit more of a focal point and they're a lot easier to navigate than trying to find, like to, trying to read a whole bunch of individual cards, mm -hmm. depending on how that display is organized. Yeah. Um, I think there, there's room to play within there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go over one quick thing before we dive into the actual, like, differences um, in the details there and the different things that you can do. Um, can we chat a minute about one of my um, nightmares? And it's a night <laughs> not a nightmare that I choose to deal with. And that is the seating charts, seating list, whatever you want to call it. Um, you, it could even be escort cards that are not alphabetical, that oh. are by table number. Can we just, you guys, I yeah. want you to hear me loud and clear. I am saying for the record, it's a horrible idea. Like, yeah. it's a horrible idea. The, then it, here's, it, it can work if you're going to do like 20 guests. Yes. Where you're like a little bit unconventional, that's fine. Absolutely. I'm able to scan the list. To, exactly. But. When you can scan quickly, start to finish, not a problem. I always say, if you've got like 30 guests or less, you can get away with this. Yeah, absolutely. Because you've got three tables. How hard is it to find your yeah. name amongst three tables? But Jordan, tell me if you don't agree. If you've got 85, even just 85 guests oh. at a, a wedding, you've got 
seven to 10 tables that you're dealing with. And it's listed by table number versus, you know, meaning that it says table one has these 10 people at it and table two has these 10 people. Um, and I've, I've said this on the podcast before, but I'm going to drill it in one more time. Jordan, where is your name on that list? Can you tell me? <laughs> no, I can't. No. I'm going to literally go through 80 names to find my name. I'm going to look for the letter J, try and scan a list to try and find it. And depending on the font, it can become even more cumbersome because then I have to like distinguish letters, especially if some people really like to go a little bit more on the cursive side or if it's a, yeah. a calligraphed, like if it's all individual calligraphy. It is very hard to kind of scan those things. Yes. So you have to be really conscious of how you're displaying those. And then also, especially, it gets even more confusing if you have different number of guests at different tables. So I know that some tables are like they might do a farmhouse table where there'll be like 15 or 20 people at a table and somewhere there's eight and somewhere there's six. It makes it really, really hard to scan and it makes a list really hard to navigate because they don't really know where to look. Um, alphabetical is the way to go and exactly by last name (laughs) you heard it here first middle last and i will keep repeating it until this uh, this uh podcast dies don't do it (laughs) don't do it i'm sorry (laughs) i hate it so much i hate it so much i just know what the experience is like i've been there um okay so let's talk about uh going the traditional route versus the more unique route. And I think that Jordan, as you tell us some of the cool, fun things that you've done, um, people understand like how far you can really go with this and how fun and how much it can elevate, not even just the look of your wedding, but the experience of your wedding. Like why leave that part out of the experience if you can make it that way? Agreed? Yeah, I mean, there, there's there's so many possibilities to take what is traditionally seen. Like, I've seen it done before where, where we've normally done, so as we were chatting about a seating chart, uh, it is that kind of list. Um, I've done seating charts, like we've done seating chart displays before that are actually like a hybrid of an escort card wall and a seating chart where mm-hmm. the elements are kind of removable. Um, but then there's a, a piece that's permanent. So we've done like branded cocktails. Um, before we actually like did vinyl wraps on cans. So it had the guests names. So oh, it was wow. during COVID time. So we were really clear. So the, we didn't have a bartender in that time. So it was a place where we were like, Hey guys, this is your, your element that you're going to be drinking. This is your, mm-hmm. your, your pizzazz for the event, but it's yours. It says your name on it. Do not touch anyone else's. Um, but we were able to indicate what table they were going to be seating at that was attached to the wall. So it was like table one. And then there were a bunch of drinks that were individually placed that had their names on them. So when they removed it, it still said table one and their names, but they also were able to take their cocktails away which had their name on it. So it was a way of like double dutying it, but it was a lot of fun because it was an interactive element. It, it gave the guests an experience because they were really trying to find their name. And we were able to add a lot of color and texture to it because each of the cocktails were, we had like four different colors within the event. Mm -hmm. So it was really kind of like poppy on the wall because it was like a pastel peach, a pastel purple, a pastel yellow. So it really kind of, 
brought it in. And then we had a floral display. So it was a lot of fun to like integrate a lot of different elements of the event. And the guests got a whole feel of what they were going to be seeing because this was the first thing they were walking into. So they're just like, whoa, this is so cool. So then they take it and they turn and they're like, holy shit. Sorry for my French. (laughs) They're just like, they're just like, whoa, like they weren't expecting it. So that's where you can really kind of elevate that, that overall look and give like double, triple duty to those elements. Because it's not a big level of investment when you kind of start doubling and tripling up. Yeah. But it builds a lot of efficiency in your event. Yes. And, you know, it, it, taking that a step further, something that, um, and I don't know what your client did with this one, but something like that can even be, um, speaking of like repurposing and having multiple uses for it, let's say they were color coded, they could be color co- coded to their entree selection in something like that. So maybe... The blue, was it glasses or cans? I can't remember what you said. Cans. It was cans. Oh, that's right. And you had them vinyl wrapped. Yeah. So maybe they had um, a blue um, typeface on there or the wrapping was actually blue. And that would give the server at their table, you know, you know, the the acknowledgement of what their entree was for that evening without having to put the the cow, the chicken. Yeah, yeah. We've done it with like uh, personalized menus too, so that you can color code those. Mm -hmm. Or there's like a a visual indicator that is not a literal animal. (laughs) An icon, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that you're just kind of like nodding to that. It also brings like for, for, uh, I love it when stationers are not really like matchy matchy. To me, Mm -hmm. that's like, I'm not a matching sets (laughs) kind of designer. (laughs) Um, and I find that it can really break up the visual look of a, a table when we're able to kind of add a lot of the different textures or, or colors of the palette of the wedding mm-hmm. so that not everyone is getting a white menu. It might be white and a little one of them, some of them have blush on them and some of them have green on them or whatever, yeah. like different ways of breaking it up. But that can be your indicator that the, the vegan and vegetarian meals are getting a green element on theirs and the chicken's getting the blush and the, you know, the beef is just standard white. Like no one has to know what those mean. Right. Um, like they can kind of guess it if they start to see all the meals coming down, but th- whatever it's done at that point, but yeah. it makes it interesting. Uh, and it breaks up the visual of the table without being like, there's a literal cow on your plate. <laughs> the cows, the cows. I mean, you there's, don't really the, want to know you, how. You, here's the, the thing. There's, there's definitely, events and weddings where that makes complete sense and where it really fits in with all of the other um little details and where it doesn't throw things off but there are definitely times when it it does like that this does not belong here you know so you know knowing that you have the option of going a traditional standard icon that is an entree selection choice versus a different, more unique and custom way is there's a decision to be made there that's really quite easy if you are working with the appropriate, you know, the experts that can guide you with this kind of thing. So, you know, as you're, guys, as you're looking for these details um, on Instagram and Pinterest, you know, look, you know, look for things that don't necessarily um, just feed towards that tradition. I mean, there's just, there's so much out there and when, you know, there's so many details on your table. There's almost always a place where 
that kind of thing can be displayed without, you know, giving acknowledgement to that's what it's for. So it could be something like the place card or the menu card, you know, just things to keep in mind. Yeah, I mean, we've done custom placemats or custom chargers before, which is something that's permanent, um, like permanent on the table. Um, I'm doing air quotes, guys. Um, Because it allows someone like the servers to remove things, but you're not having like a napkin in your lap and they're trying to like stare awkwardly at people trying to figure out what they do. Like, you just, I, I just got the vision. Where, I you know gonna, that. It was yeah. Like put it in their lap and then the server's like, are you looking, which color are you? <laughs> You're like, <laughs> Or I'm just the fact that you. they're looking there, like yeah, yeah. looking down at people's laps, just kind of awkward. You know, when, when someone hasn't caught on across the table and they're yeah. like, why does the server keep looking at people? Yeah, why are they looking for stuff? Like, yeah. <laughs> so awkward. So awkward. I can Definitely. just imagine sitting at a table, Jordan, and the server, who's probably, you know, that maybe isn't quite so um, uh, refined, saying, yeah. I'm sorry, but can you just tell me what color napkin is on your lap? Yes. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> awkward. That's yeah. just so, really, like, really awkward. Finding ways of doing it that integrate <laughs> into the table, but also build onto it, I think, yeah. is is where the magic can really happen. Yeah. What are some other um, really great um, uh, escort cards or place cards that you've done that were very unique or not even just, even just a little bit unique that would give everyone listening some ideas just to like get them started, get the juices flowing. So we did, uh, I love uh, like personalizing menus. So Mm. on a, on a, on a table, reducing the number of pieces because there's a lot of stuff there's glassware there's florals there's napkins there's cutlery i couldn't agree with you more see your face yeah (laughs) i couldn't agree with you more i got so excited so the more we can kind of like streamline some of the extra stuff because you know i've been at some tables where i literally can't move because there's so many things right and you know that's the overall just look of it and depending on how many courses like i've had some Clients who are like, we're doing a nine course meal. And you're like, okay. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, let's try it. So with that one, that wedding specifically, we actually did custom hand-painted acrylic chargers that had their name etched into it. So that oh, wow. and they were color-coded so that the servers knew exactly what was happening, but the guests had literally one piece. The menu was actually etched into the acrylic. So every time a course was taken away, they got to see what was coming up next. Oh, how cool um, is that? And how much work for you? <laughs> oh, it was like a week of me hand painting. Oh my all gosh. These. I loved it though. It was amazing. They turned yeah. Gorgeous. Oh, I'm they sure. Were like, it was, it was totally in hindsight worth it during the, the, the production. I was like, why am I? Yeah. Like, each one of them had like nine colors hand painted. But imagine all the experience for the guest as oh. they lifted each one. And that's, guys, that's one of the things that I, wedding planner or wedding designers, and, you know, th- these are the things that we come up with and stationary designers and, you know, any designer is going to come up with because it does elevate the experience. It's not just there to function. No. It makes you feel even better. Like there's more wow in it. And it's not even that you need to wow people, but you want them to feel really good and to get excited about these things. Um, for example, uh, Jordan, and I went to, um, there's a, 
industry conference that I just went to a couple weeks ago. I actually spoke at it. It's called Engage. You guys, and if you follow me, yeah. Oh, have you been? I no, it's on my bucket list. Okay, definitely. Okay, (laughs) we'll talk about that offside. But um, I got to speak this time. But um, at every every year at this conference, um, they have a gala on the last night, and they always go over the top. Two two paper dolls just does the most amazing job with all of their stationary detail. Well, the menu card this time was just so beautiful. And um, unfortunately, I was just so excited by all the other elements that I neglected to actually read the menu card um, in detail because <laughs> there was just a lot going on in the room. It yeah, was, yeah, yeah. And this is not, please know that this is not the kind of thing that happens at weddings where you've got Hamilton dancing yeah, yeah. going on in front of you. So yeah, I was a bit distracted, but when I did pick up the menu card, it was about two or three songs in to um, the performances that they had during this dinner. And I turned to the person to my right, my friend Kimberly, who um, has um, a podcast as well, but she's a planner down in Texas. And I said, Kimberly, this is amazing. They're doing all these Broadway songs during our dinner. She goes, I know Kelly. They're on the menu card. <laughs> and oh, my I gosh. Said, oh, and I picked it up and I looked at this menu card in more detail. And I saw that, like, all of the shows that they were doing during the. That's so cool. And then I was just, like, glued to this menu card. And when I looked down the list and I saw Hamilton at the end, I was like, what is going on right now? I was <laughs> ready to cry. I was so excited. But. That excitement came from the menu card. Like, it led me to that. And I will tell you, I brought that menu card home with me. Like, it actually meant something to me. That was a memory I have, you know, you know, and every, you know, I don't have it framed on my fridge or anything like that. But, you know, when I do pull that out, I'm going to be reminded of that experience and how I felt in that moment when I read that menu card and saw Two of my favorite Broadway shows were going to be performed for me that night. Yeah. I mean, it's those, yeah, it's those it can, little things. It can transport you back to those memories. And that's yes. why I love when we can invest in those elements. Yes. Um, we've done some things for conferences before where we've done like 3D acrylic place cards. Um, so it's just their name. Uh, but it comes in an acrylic stand. But the cool thing is you can take that and put it on your desk. Yes. Like it doesn't say anything about the event other than it was the event color. You can add a, a logo. We've done it before. But like the idea is it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So, Kelly's got I, one on the desk. Guys. I've got one on my desk that I was just showing Jordan. I wish you guys could see this, but I don't have any makeup on. So we're not doing that. <laughs> Um, no, but I mean, those kind of things are, were, those are, are some of the keepsakes you can give your guests that they'll have. And they'll be like, oh, I got that at that conference, that event, that wedding, that Mm -hmm. thing there that I'm like, oh, I really loved doing that. I loved being there. I love those memories. And I'm going to go back and talk about those things again. To me, that's like, when I hear from past guests who are like, I still have the wedding invitation from whatever, like my brother, I did my brother's wedding invitations. That was my gift to them. That's how I started in the world of stationery. Uh-huh. And my the maid of honor framed the invitations in a shadow box as a gift to my sister-in-law, my brother. So every time we go to their house, it's on their wall. Oh. And I'm like, 
That's so special. Like, yeah, I'm like, it's it's so moving to be like they they love it so much that they're willing to put it as that piece of art and that memory. Right. And when when guests have that and they're like, oh my god, I, I still have that. Um, that to me is like the most meaningful element because we all put a lot of time. And for me, and I know a lot of stationers, we invest a lot of ourselves in our work. Mm-hmm. And when that when guests can kind of like feel that and reciprocate that, that's like makes my heart flutter. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, uh, can we talk about money real quickly? Because I yeah. think that's something that, you know, across the globe, it always comes into play. People can come all totally. day long and say, I don't have a budget. Yes, you do. Everybody has everybody has a number. And um, so can we just talk very quickly about, um, you know, is it can there be ways to do things more uniquely without it being overly co- like bringing the cost up? I mean, are, are there ways to do that? I feel like yeah, there so are. There are. And that's where I was like the the um, double, triple duty. So like bringing yeah. one element and having to do multiple things will reduce your cost. So that's why I like I like personalized menus or like a personalized um, uh, placemat that has the menu on it. Like, yeah, essentially, if I'm going to do if I'm gonna put one thing, if I can put your name and the menu and a design element on it. You've just saved me from printing three separate things with three separate papers in there. So there's a lot less handling involved. Now, yes. that that place card or that charger or whatever will be more expensive because it's going to be combining those elements because it's going to be a little bit more labor intensive. But you might be spending three or four dollars more for that one element than the like five, ten, twenty dollars you're going to be spending individually per place setting. Exactly that. Exactly that. And so that's why I don't want everyone listening to fear like, oh, my gosh, these things sound so expensive. But because you could be taking other things out that you you would have had to spend money on it by doing this way. One of the my favorite things to do when there are um, when we are assigning actual seats at a table is something as simple as personalizing your menu card, just like you said, Jordan. And, you know, again, this can make them, you can make them really special. We, I like to do it where the menu card actually has the guest name at the top, you know, and, and then it also, you know, clearly has their, um, their entree selection on there as well. And so then you don't have a place card and a menu card. You just got the one. We've done some things too. So like for some couples who are, um, we've done vinyl wraps on tables. Um, before so like taking the table like sometimes we don't have the nicest uh, like rentals but you can get a, a little less expensive rental and then just put a, a vinyl wrap on top of it and that can be your place card okay. or your menu i'm gonna pause you right here because i need you to explain this to me because i don't know that i've ever seen this before so i'm like i'm oh. like what is he talking about because it sounds really cool do i, do I want this Okay, so like what we've done is, so you know how some rental tables are just like the like white acrylic or black acrylic. They're they're just plain. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you're like, I don't really love it, so I'm going to put a, a cloth over it, or I'm going to put yeah. a runner or whatever. Uh-huh. So we've actually done it where we've worked with the vinyl company to do a wrap over the top of the table, and we've put in design elements of the of the invitations, of florals, of whatever. So it adds a full pattern, like you do a vinyl dance floor. But you're vinyl wrapping the tabletop. Um, And then from that, there's no additional cost uh, for us to personalize that. So we've literally put the guest names on the vinyl. And so 
to the vinyl printer, they're just printing a sheet of vinyl. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter how many names are on it, how many customizations. Like, yeah, it just it's a little bit of design time. Yeah, but it's one sheet of vinyl that gets put on there. But it adds like this whole level of like wow factor because the table looks custom. Like the guests have no That's idea what it is. Incredible. Jordan, I love this idea. I wish you guys could see my face because it's like a mind blown face. Like I've never heard this. I've never seen it before. I don't know if you created this, but you did. Okay. So you hear, you heard it here first. He did it I mean, first. Actually, probably, people have probably done this before, but I mean, for us, I'm, it was a way of like... I've never seen adding it. Adding a lot of color. Yes. Um, without having like... Because linens are expensive. They're yeah. worth it for the investment. Mm-hmm. And it has to suit the style of the event. But some events are a lot cleaner and linens don't really tie into the overall vibe. Um, so we've done it where we've taken what would normally be on a linen, but we're able to custom- customize the pattern to the wedding colors and we're not trying to source you know very specific cerulean blue with a dusty gold mm. like those kind of things That's are like nearly impossible when yeah. you're like i have this idea and this vision but i'm like if i can print it i can get that color almost immediately so we can design it and then we had integrated a lot of the elements that were they would be seen in other spaces of the event. Yeah. Um, so that it started to really build a full continuous look. And then you put, you know, pattern plates on tops and all those things. So then it starts to really build the visual feast. Guys, I'm a maximalist designer. So that's, my, <laughs> that's my vibe. Um, uh, but, you know, you can find ways of integrating it so that it's not so over the top. But it's a way of like, again, for that duty, like double, triple quadruple duty of finding efficiencies with the event that take it from like what is a traditional look and trying to have four or five pieces on the plate, the table Mm -hmm. to now I've done it so that I've got one piece that is doing a menu, a place card, the role of a a linen and a, and a runner all covered under one thing. There's no place. Like it's covered. Now you can do that level of it. That's fabulous. I'm really, really excited by this idea. Very excited. Sorry, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent, but it, that was a no, no, no. I mean, it, those are just me. the things that you can do that that your guests will never assume that that would have happened. Like it's right. something that takes them away from that experience, and it can give them something that it everything feels super custom. And to me, that's even though you might not have spent a ton of money, that to me is like the magic sweet spot. Oh, yeah. And the guest is like, fully Holy cow, they must have spent like so much money doing all this. And you're like, well, I spent a little bit of money, but <laughs> nobody needs it to looks know. like nothing anyone else. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> they don't have to know those things. But when your guests feel like they got something that was meant for them and that it was something they'll never, ever see again, like that, that's like, I don't know. I get, I get. Goosebumps, guys. Goosebumps. I, I have goosebumps and I've never seen it. I can't wait to. Is this on your website or your blog or something? I'll send you a photo. <laughs> okay. Send me a photo. I'm dying to see this. I'm very excited. I have so many things running through my head right now. I should probably just call you to do it, but um <laughs> Okay. So so we've spoken about like the very traditional things. Are there other very traditional things that you know when it comes to place cards or escort cards? that um that we haven't talked about like like just i think we got them all because really it's just seating charts place cards menus and um 
escort card displays. And when we say cards, it's just literally that. <laughs> card. Yeah, I mean, we've got, there's there's a lot of different ways of of kind of you can do the place card as the favor. Um, so you can add the tag on the favor is the person's mm-hmm. name. That's so then it has a, li- a little bit more value yeah. um, to the guests of like, okay, well, that's mine. I'm not going to just shove it to the side. Right. Um, right. And I'm going to put that in my purse or whatever. Like mm-hmm. there's nice ways of kind of integrating those things so that, again, it feels like it has purpose other than just being a place card or an escort card. Right. To me, so when, you can, you can, what he's saying, guys, is that you can make your favor, also a place card or also yeah. an escort, it can, you know, again, dual purpose, which yeah, is great. We've done like drink tags on martini glasses. So you'll mm-hmm. have like Jordan Kentris table two on there and they can take it away. And again, it's the thing that they'll have and they'll put down and they've got it and they know where they're sitting, but they also have an el- like that element of interactivity. Yeah. Um, what, Jordan, what are some of the um, cool other ways that you've done the whole escort card, uh, you know, display or items like tangible items? You know, what are some exciting things that you've done that you would like to share? Yeah, uh, <laughs> like running through my head. We did custom burger boxes. This was one that was really interesting. So we had a burger wall. <laughs> like hamburgers? Hamburgers. Get out! Was it so at cocktail hour before they walked in? They got a little hamburger. Yeah, it was like a little slider. Okay, but it was inside of a custom branded box that had their name on it. So it oh. was like a little element that they had where they could like peruse through the event, and they had a little burger while they were walking through. But it said what table they were going to, so it was the way of displaying it all. Yeah, um, that was just kind of like this little fun element. That's um, cool. Um, we've done. Some really fun stuff with acrylic. I love acrylic because of its like there's different kinds of acrylic, but like when it can when there's translucency with it, it mm-hmm. can add a lot of really cool light and shadows in a space. Um, so we've done some really amazing like laser etched acrylic that oh. the guests can kind of like remove um, and have again those kind of keepsake elements. Um, so what would they actually be removing in that kind of instance? So like the full thing was etched and cut out so they would remove their name oh it. so it's a little it looks like a little puzzle oh <gasps> that's neat it was it like a wall or was it something that yeah, sat on it was, table it was mounted against a wall okay um and we had a, a basically a large piece of acrylic and then the smaller pieces of acrylic etched out in a different color and then inset into it and then it had a little like pin in it that you could remove it and then it was a like little a bit little of like a game yeah Oh, that's so cool. That's really, really neat. Um, have you seen anything ever? I wonder, this just popped into my head. Um, and this isn't a paper thing. So you can say, Cal, I don't want to talk about this because it doesn't have to do with paper. But where um, the escort card or, you know, I just keep calling it. I don't know what else we could call it really besides oh, that works. escort cards. Okay. Um, we'll just stick with it. Um, where it was done with lighting. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like, um, you know. Yeah, we've designed for words before. today. I don't know why. Yeah. Words shown on we've, a wall or something or, you know, you know what I'm getting yeah, to Yeah, you here? essentially like design a little plate. The challenge I find, like you can project it. Yes, that's um, the word project. The challenge with it is guests will stand in front of it. 
yeah. You have to get the angle right. Okay. So either you, so you need you a lighting do engineer, where you're like, yeah, you need to to really plan it through. Either you're mm-hmm. shooting it so that it's being like projected against something from the back, so they can see right. the front of it. You know, like a like a movie screen is. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're like projecting from like a dance floor out, they'll walk in front of it. Um, if it's at the wrong angle, right? Uh, and then you're just like, it's on their back while they're trying to. Yeah. Find it and you're just like, <laughs> So I I suppose if you were going to do something like that, it would have to be going up. Yeah, you have to that like, would be get the, the right angle, or you can like so light elements a- of it. So the name maybe the names are the flat part of the wall, but yeah. maybe the like welcome to so and so's event or design elements or like a patterned light texture mm-hmm. is being blown over it. That to me is I think where you can kind of elevate that experience so that you're not necessarily clouding the the design. Is that something that someone could come to you still for, even though you're in, because I guess in my head, I always think state stationary design is only paper, but that's, I feel like that still could be under your realm. Am I right? Or yeah. Not? So, I mean, we've designed, we've like, this is non escort cart talk, but uh, mm-hmm. like we've taken a monogram and worked with the AV company to design a gobo. So then the monogram is projected on the walls. Okay. Um, so, sure. so they'll go and get the custom, like the light the plate, plate made. Yeah. But I'm like, here's the vector logo. Here's the design elements we want. Got it. Yeah. And then they'll go and quote that out and handle that and all the installation. But, you know, we're working with them as the graphic designer part of the event to say, you know, here's how the elements are going to be translated outside of just the paper goods. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. So you're creating the art for it, the creative part yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that idea. I love it. And it's, um, I feel like that might be eco-friendly a little bit too. Yeah. It, it's a, it's a great way of, of doing that. Cause that, that like element is recyclable after mm-hmm. there, but it's also a way of kind of, I'm trying to like think of the, the way it, it, it's a definite wow factor because someone's like, holy cow, you're like, your logo's projected on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but or even just not the logo. Let's say, let's say, yeah, because I'm thinking, and the, I mean, one of the most incredible experiences I've had as of recent was going to Van Gogh. Have you seen this? Oh yeah, that was incredible. I immersive lighting. I don't know what they call it, but you guys, if you have not, if it comes anywhere near your town, I am telling you, it is worth every single penny. Then I think it's coming back to Florida again in a few few weeks, and I'm going to go again because that was absolutely incredible. That um, it it was it's an immersive experience. You go sit in a room, and all of his work is just covering every wall, floor, it just surrounds you, and it's the most. It feels so cool to be in a piece. You're in a piece of art, and yeah, so we've done. Um, go ahead. We've done similar things. Uh, we, we had a. A uh, celebrity uh, kid's birthday, <laughs> and we did a light projection um, that was custom to that. So it was essentially uh, it acted like a stock ticker around the room. So oh, messaging was coming up as cool. it was going. Uh-huh. Um, but we designed all the graphics for it, and then the yes. AV company like produced it. So and, we kind of like kept things changing as it was going. Yeah, and what I was thinking about that, like how you could incorporate some of your stationery in this way, and is that you know maybe you had a really beautiful 
artistic liner that you did in the envelope yep. or, you know, some kind of cool wrap laser design or something like that, that could be moved forward into that kind of space, you know, and people would see that connection. And if that had been like the backdrop for your escort card wall, like maybe you, you were doing something a little more traditional with the actual right. names and table numbers, but the wall that it was displayed on, you know, had that art feature on it. So, um, wow, so many ways that you can just totally make this unique. And what a wow effect. Are you kidding? Yeah. Because people are going to recognize it as it keeps happening throughout the event. From the program yeah, it, at the ceremony to the escort card yeah. wall to the the placemat that you were just talking about. All of those things. And then on the wall or on the dance floor. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's where you start to really everything looks like it's intentional. And mm -hmm. to me, when design is at its like strongest is when it can like transport people away from where they are. So they're like, this was a ballroom and now it is not a ballroom. Yes. Even though it is, but you're able to like make people feel like they're in something else. And I feel like when you do unique touches like this, um, um, and even just so with the papers. Things like this are what distracts you when you need distraction from things like we're just in a ballroom. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It is. It is not always about hiding the things that you don't want to see. It's about bringing the focus somewhere else, and you can do that with things as simple as your place cards and escort cards. It really is. It's about bringing the attention to the appropriate places. Do you agree, Jordan? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I love I love it when we can kind of, again, transport people outside of their expectations. Yes. And that can be done in as little, like even subtle little elements can help aid in those things versus mm -hmm. the obviously like the really big things where you're like, yeah. oh, okay, that's really literal. <laughs> it's gigantic. I can yeah, definitely see it. It's gigantic. Not... It's the whole room. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i had a client who did um a, a princess uh wedding okay um and we had a a castle built at the back wall out of foam um and they had oh a literal gosh. gate on the stage they had she a what? through a gate a gate like a oh. metal gate okay so she was yes yes so she walked through the gate uh as the princess and oh, you're like wow okay. so this was like it was a dream. It looked like a fairy tale, like a literal fairy tale, guys. Sure. Like, it was insane. It was lots of pinks, clouds, gorgeous. But it it took the guests. Like, that was an experience. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, the guests had no choice to be like, this wasn't a ballroom anymore. <laughs> no. Exactly that. Yeah, that, that, that sounds like a transformed space. Like, a very transformed <laughs> space. night and day. I was like, whoa. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, are there, let's get back and just for a quick moment, talk about, um, actual place cards and, sure. um, because they, they are such an important function for a couple of reasons. Mm -hmm. It is, you know, like we said, it tells you what seat to sit at, but quite often it is also, you know, informing, maybe not reminding you what you chose for your entree, no, but also letting the server know. So that's the the boring, like, this is why we have to do it kind of part of it. But um, 
other than just a folded card, Jordan, what are some of the more unique besides just, you know, quite often, you know, more often than not, I do the menu card that's personalized almost always because I, just like you, don't like that extra little element there. But sometimes it makes sense to do it. Like if you've got an overly large table and a very minimal centerpiece, then maybe you need that extra layering. Um, But rather than just do a plain card, what are some cool things? And, you know, uh, you talked about like something that's nice enough that has their name that they, yeah, they want to pick up and put it on their desk. But are there any other things that you can think of top of mind that are helpful there? Yeah, we've done... To me, it's where you can start integrating a lot of unique materials. So we've done poured concrete uh, oh. and then had it like calligraphied. Cool. Um, because the part of the invitation had concrete in it and part of the design elements of the whole event were in this like industrial space. So we were able to like bring in those elements within there. So again, it's a it's a keepsake. Um, we've done it on, um, I'm trying to think of the word, like the shells. Uh, oh, uh Oyster shells? Yeah, like we've done those as well. Yeah. Where it's just like, it's that element of someone wants to keep it. Yeah. Um, or that it ties uh, into yeah, the Yeah, it builds on of, the overall look of mm-hmm, the event. Of the tablescape, yeah. Um, we've done them on, we've done like laser etching and wood. Mm-hmm. Um, one's really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done resin. Like, you name it, I've tried it. <laughs> Um, we oh we did a really cool laser engraved metal. Um, it's heavy, but mm. again, keepsake. Yeah, uh, for me, I love keepsake. I love place cards because they have a when you can invest in them, they're a real keepsake. So think of ways yeah. of integrating them that someone's going to want to be like, and I want to throw this out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I, I mean something this. something like that that has your name on it, and you were you know earlier we were talking about something you can put on your desk. Um, if it's heavy enough, it could be a paperweight, you oh. know, you know, and it doesn't have to be that heavy to to, to no, function no. in that way. Um, I feel like you can also easily make something a magnet, you know, you know, people use magnets still, you know, so um, just not always on refrigerators because we're in the still not. No, you, yeah. you can like integrate things uh, into your napkin ring. So you can add like a tag to your napkin ring so that, you know, adds additional like interactivity layer yes um i, you I like can that do tags on drinks as we kind of mentioned from the escorts card side but you can also do it on the table mm-hmm. so that it is an element that gets integrated within there uh i've seen it before where you're doing um it doesn't last very long where you're doing like the drink topper um you can do that oh yeah so explain like, you can do ex- either- i i i n- know what you're talking about immediately but just in case anyone's unfamiliar with that can you kind of explain what it yeah, is yeah so there's two ways of handling it so typically within like a, a mixed cocktail there's sometimes a card we put on top like a wafer that sits above the the drink um mm-hmm. that can be personalized that they can remove so it covers the drink that's one way uh or you've done it or they do it where there's essentially like a sugar powder so they put a little like um dye on top of it and they'll put like a design on it and then they'll put like a sugar powder and it's literally on the cocktail and then they drink it because it's edible. But you could put your name on that. Uh, but that's why I was like, it doesn't really last very long. Because yeah. as soon as the drink moves, it's the a name quick is gone. thing. Yeah. But it is like a super high impact because yeah. it's literally their name on it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, an experience. Talk about a wow. 
That's a wow. Like, yeah, you, you, you went to the nth degree in that, in that level, but your guests are again, your guests will take a photo of that and they'll be like, what just happened? (laughs) Yeah. That's an Instagramable moment. You almost have to wonder, like, if you should give everyone an extra one so that, like, when they first experience it, if they haven't, like, had their phone out. Because you know that's something that they're like, this has to go on the gram. So, like, maybe even that's an extra surprise and delight when, you know, they bring the salad out. They go, here's a replacement one in case you want to do it again. You know, you know, that kind of thing. So, I mean, if you're making one, you can make two, right? (laughs) Totally. It's all one on time. So, yeah, I mean, those are ways you can kind of build into those experiences for sure as a single place, as the idea of just a single place card for me and, and you like I like integrating in other things so that it has more purpose um, where we're trying to build efficiency when we're trying to like level up. I think an individual place card works incredibly well, because for me, I like to add like. It builds into the vision of the event, so like mm-hmm. the menu might be might be blush but then the place card is blue and then the the table runner is gold so then you like you're starting to build all those elements of the design without Mm -hmm. trying to cram it all into every element to be like every single printed piece has to be blue gold and white so that we kind of hammer home that this is a blue gold and white event yeah (laughs) you're not getting lost there not getting lost in anything exciting that's for sure that's where i'm like to me is when you're doing like deliberate design in subtle ways across mm. a lot of different things. So yeah. that you're like, wow, I'm, I'm in a winter wonderland. I'm in a fairy tale, like those kind of things, all the little elements that build to me is, is that kind of like magic. Yeah. Jordan, this was a great conversation. Well, I loved it. Thank you so much, Kelly. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I have one other question for you before I let you go. Is there something you've been dying to do, like like something that has popped into your head? They're like, oh, I really, I wish someone would call me to do this. Do you have one of those things in your head that you're dying to do? Yeah, uh, so I'm uh, dying to make custom soaps um, oh. as a favor, but make that as your place card. That would be really cool. Yeah, you I would take do, that like home. a soap stamp in it. Uh, so the name is like in the soap. That's so cool. And so they get to keep scent. the stamp afterwards? Yes. <gasps> no, no, it would be the soap no. is like their name is in the soap. Oh, okay. Yeah, but then, oh, well, how would you? Okay, I don't I even do want to know how you before. do it. Okay, okay. I'll leave that up to you as an expert. I think it's a really cool idea. A really cool idea. Jordan, thank you so much for like, you know, like, I've learned so much, first of all. But just talking through the ways that you can get past doing what you've seen over and over and over again. And it doesn't necessarily have to cost a fortune because there's ways to even it out. You know, like, and guys, I know I say it all the time, but lean on your experts for this. You know, that's what this is what we love to do. And this is why you pay us is to be experts and to go that extra mile to show you the things that are opportunities for you. So, Jordan, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, mean, I think for me, I would ask that people, um, when you're working with vendor teams, have the conversations of what the overall intent is and all the other elements you're doing, because that's where the efficiencies are. If I don't know you're doing custom favors, I may not be able to say, hey, let's do a custom tag that can act as your place card 
to do those things. If all you tell me is I need a place card, I will design you a place card. But if you tell me you're doing, a, you know, a custom linen and a vinyl and like once we start having those conversations as a design team, then we can build those efficiencies. But if we don't know that they are happening, I can't recommend those things. Yeah. And I can't help build those efficiencies in um, as like a trusted design partner. If again, like I'm in the dark. So if I, if I only get told the one element and you're doing 20 other things, I can't say, Oh, did you know you could? <laughs> yeah. Because I don't know you're doing those things. I don't know yeah. until I show up at the event and I'm delivering those things or I see a photo after the event that you're like, Oh, well, we could have built some efficiency in there. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. So and I think I think that's such a good point, Jordan, that you're bringing up is that and that's why creating the perfect team is such an intense part. I'm so intentional about this with my clients, so intentional. And I think that every wedding planner and designer on earth is the same way. I hope that they are, that they're building the best team for you. And they're building a team that knows how to work well together and, you know, how to get to relay that information. It's so important. If you if you've built the right team from the beginning, you're going to find that that comes out much more easily. And it's going to take a lot of stress off of you. And again, elevate your event without you having to work so hard for it. So 100 percent. Did you ever think we could talk talk about escort cards and place cards for almost an hour? Oh, I could talk about it all day. <laughs> <laughs> what am I saying? Of course you can. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're just like, let's talk materials, I'd just be like, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> all right. Jordan, thank you so much. I really appreciate that and um, that you took the time today and just, you know, the guidance that you give us just in this little piece. You know, it's it. I, I really th- feel like it'll help people make that decision, you know, whether they really just want to. Keep it simple, which there's nothing wrong with. But if you, now you know how many options there really could be mm-hmm. and all the opportunities that are available to you. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I mean, I loved, I loved chatting. I'm so glad to be able to share my wedding experiences and expertise with you and that my co-hosts are so giving of theirs. We truly do want you to have the best time at your wedding And our hope is that this podcast is helping you to make your engagement time while planning your wedding that much easier. May I ask a favor of you if this is the case? Would you just take a moment to leave a review of this podcast on your listening platform? It helps people just like you to find the podcast and to also find out their answers so they can make decisions. I would also absolutely love for you to give this versus that podcast a shout out on your social media you can find us at this versus that wedding podcast on instagram and if you would like me to help you with a specific question a wedding decision please by all means ask send me a dm i would love to hear from you and maybe just maybe even have you as a wedding guest on a future episode how fun here's to another great wedding